Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney and Doug. Welcome back. You were on a plane, what, 45 minutes ago? Uh, yes. Yes, that recent. I got um, off a plane, got our luggage, got home, and yeah, here I am recording with you. I have done nothing else at home. I got the kids' medicine out because I always pack like an emergency night worth. So I got that baggie out and said, here, take your medications. And then I um, did nothing else. Michelle's been doing it all. I came to talk to you, Derek. Not, and no, you're not talking to me. Dropper. You're talking to yeah, the Rope Drop community. The Rope Drop They family. are important. Our family, are. everyone listening to this show right now. This is actually a common theme, Doug. When I went on our trip, uh, we got off the plane recorded. You went on a trip a few weeks ago, got off the plane recorded. We really need to be more strategic about that. Yeah. Yeah. We need to give a day or something. Because I think a day of reflection would also make the the show a little better. Right now, I'm just exhausted from travel and the record setting temperatures of October in Florida. That was fun. It was 93 degrees most days. Which is different than how it's been here when you've gotten home. Yeah, it's really cold. I noticed snow. It snowed today. Boo. Boo to that. So let's talk about Florida. Well, first we need to give a shout out to a new Patreon member. While you were gone, we had another person join the Rope Drop Radio community. And that is Scott Lucas. Thank you so much for being a Patreon, getting that free swag and extra shows and all sorts of fun things within the community and if you'd like to be a part of that, it is on our uh, show notes. So click that link and you mm. can join them. But it's really awesome, especially while you've been gone, Doug, and posting yeah. pictures and stuff. A Couple lot of our pictures. Rope Drop Radio uh, community Patreon people have been commenting. And I've really loved seeing that. So like, it's an active group. I put the the pictures that, like, you know, a journalist would say are not fit to print there. Uh, like one a day, basically, is what I did. They were not... Not the good ones of me. Well, if you know anything about Doug McKnight Photography dot com, he is not a professional (laughs) photographer by any means. Uh, We really need to work with him on that. If you follow us at all on social media, you'll see a lot of bad pictures from Doug over the last uh, week while he's been at Walt Disney World. But, Doug, we know you're trying. I'm trying. I really am. I'm trying to get better. I tried some portrait mode stuff that did some 3D things on Facebook. I did see that. I did like some some of those. That's for sure. So, yeah. And I thought I was just annoying people, but then uh, it turns out I wasn't. So hopefully they enjoyed that. So uh, definitely thank you, Scott Lucas, for becoming a Patreon of the Mm -hmm. show. And again, if you'd like to become a Patreon and support us, uh, you can visit that in the show notes. And we thank you to all of our Patreon members who are amazing rope droppers. And yeah, thank you so much. So, (laughs) Yeah, and we'll read iTunes reviews next week because we yes. got 
too much to talk about. We have about too today. much to talk about. Doug just got off an airplane. He is tired, but he is ready. I'm ready. And this is going to be your show, Doug. So we are going to talk about your trip reports. This was a full family vacation. Yeah, the whole crew, uh, my wife, Michelle, the rope drop queen, and then the kids, Samantha, Alden, and Claire. So we got an eighth grader, a sixth grader, and a fourth grader just to set the stage where they're at. And we had lots of time, fun. The kids had not seen Galaxy's Edge yet, so that was one of the big priorities. Uh, we flew down a week ago. Wednesday to Wednesday was the trip. That sounds like a great trip. Now, let's uh, jump in real quick. How was traveling down there? I know how traveling back was because that's was fun tonight. We, uh, we we went later in the day. We let the kids go to school for most of the day, pulled them out right at the second. It counts oh, that's smart. as let a day them, at school. Yeah. Um, and then uh, ran up to the airport. It's important. And then it was our fall break the next couple days that we were gone. Um, and then the weekend, of course, they did miss a couple days this week. Um, we'll be honest. They did their homework on the plane and at Disney World. Um, some of them took longer than others. I won't name names, Claire. But uh, we went down. Travel was fine. It was uneventful. Magical Express. Uh, we got on the bus. It just It was 1045 at night. So it takes a little while to load a bus. And they do some weird things then. So we got on the bus and they said, we're stopping at four resorts. And oh, like, wow. We're like, great. We're staying at Pop Century. So I assume we are the last resort because they named the resorts. They said Yacht Club, Beach Club, Caribbean Beach, and Pop Century. All would, very close to each other. That would make sense, right? though, that you're last. Yeah. I The value resort, I feel like I paid the least. I understand. I, if I was staying at Beach and Yacht, it should be one and two. Whichever way they came up on it, which would probably be Yacht, then Beach, and then Caribbean, and then Pop. That's how I do it. We were first to get off the bus. Of course, you were. <laughs> they don't. I, they don't think about that stuff. It's just nuts. like it's. It, yeah, I. I can't. I, I and logistically, the way they came in, it made sense. But you could have come in the other direction. You you should have driven right past Pop to beat and yacht, beach and yacht. Just the price difference. Just it blows my mind that they don't think of those things. And but it's that also could be, they don't need to. They're mirrors. They're not right. You know, it's a, a Disney third party. Thing. Yep. But I guarantee you there's someone that got off at Beach Club like we stopped at three other resorts and I paid I, I guarantee they have to hear that. So why not nip it in the butt and drop them off first? Got dropped off. Then of course, so the Disney website does something really weird between eleven and one AM. Eleven PM, one AM. It like kinda goes down but doesn't. So if you're frequent and making dining fast passes things in those hours sometimes it will tell you there's no availability whatsoever for anything even though there is um so of course we were trying to check in at that time and they had trouble linking our magic bands to our account because we had to have two rooms at pop century because we're a family of five and they can only sleep four so they're having trouble getting the our magic bands to open both doors and we're like we don't care just let us go to the room and eventually we just got to go to the room um nowhere near what we requested but we were on the fourth yeah so first floor is key because then you don't have to wait on an elevator or do stairs i like that it was really close to the skyliner so there you go now okay real quick i've been was curious about this i was waiting to (laughs) ask you so you have two rooms. So yeah. you and Michelle in one room, three kids in the other, or did you split up a little bit better? 
Um, so the, the big key is sleeping surfaces. Whenever you can have your children not share a sleeping surface, you do. So we had Michelle and I in one bed, Alden in the pull down in our room, and then Samantha in the regular bed in the other room and Claire in the pull down in the other room. Okay. That's how Good that strategy w- for a family of five. I'm taking I, notes. I wanted to lock them all in the other room and shut the door. I like that idea. But, That's what I would want to do. But I was told we'll get better sleep this way. Probably true. My wife is smart. I don't She's know. in you, charge for a reason. You sleep through everything and snore anyway, so I think you were fine. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. All yeah, right. so that's well, we did it. Well, I guess we've talked about Pop Century quite a bit on this show. <laughs> yeah, we stayed there reviews. last time. So real it's quick, we loved uh, it. yeah, okay, there you go. I was going to say with the new Skyliner in there, and we oh. did have a bonus episode by the way yes. last week. It's done really well for us actually. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't listened to it, check it out. But Doug, let's talk about that real quick logistically. Yeah. Uh, what do you feel like? Are a lot of people All taking right. the Skyliner? Is it a valuable mode of transportation from Pop? Is this going to be a game changer for this resort? Go. So the bonus episode was really short on the Skyliner because it's really fast. We tried recording while we were in it. The longest stretch is Epcot to the hub at Caribbean Beach, and that's really not that long. It's nice and breezy. We absolutely loved it. Game changer for the resorts right on it and Hollywood Studios. If you're pop or art or Caribbean beach, more even more so pop and art because you can get to the Skyliner so fast. We literally waited a minute tops every time we took it. Even last night, we took it from Epcot to Hollywood Studios. You have to transfer at Caribbean beach. It's simple. It's easy. There's no ramps to walk up, no steps, none of that at Caribbean beach. It's all flat. The way they handle the handicap stuff is flawless. It doesn't even stop it. When it does stop, I'm not even sure why, but I'm pretty confident because people are stupid and can't get in and out fast enough because the load zone is not super long. Like you can't dawdle. You don't have time to stop and take a selfie. You need to get in it. It's a mode of transportation. It's not an attraction for your amusement. It's to get you there. You don't take a selfie in front of a bus that's moving. Let's think about it, people. I'm pretty confident that's the hiccups right now is people being dumb. But as long as they don't have another incident where you're stuck there for three hours, I think we're pretty good. Now, when summer rolls around, if it stops, air conditioning is probably going to be needed. As long as it's moving, air conditioning is not going to matter a bit. The breeze is amazing. Like I said, it was 93 when we were in it. It doesn't get much hotter than 93 in Florida very often, very rarely, and the humidity was stupid high for October. So it was like September just wouldn't give up type of weather, Derek. You know what I mean? Like, that's not fun. And we were fine. It was super breezy. It rained one time, and we shut the little vents, and so we didn't get wet. Did you Um, feel like it swayed quite a bit? That's my only concern. Oh, okay. So I rode facing forward. And facing backwards, we rode in a rainstorm, like downpour, where the wind came up. There was lightning, thunder, the whole works. Um, I did not feel woozy or nauseous at all. So if I can do it, anybody can do it. Okay, that's good to know. And you feel like it's safe for maybe that incident was a good thing to happen. Yeah, they maybe... learned some things. Yeah, and I think they're operationally going to get better once the Riviera opens. I think 
they also we waited a minute and it was only because like they're loading two people in a gondola the capacity is 10 so if a line does start to develop like they just fill them right but that's also where people need to be moving and get their butts in there so yeah so it's good i'm i'm excited for it i'm excited to try it out i'll put it this way we move from pop to the contemporary all three kids separately, independently said something to the effect of, oh, now we're on the monorail instead of the Skyliner. Ooh. If that's not a good that's... review from a bunch of kids. <laughs> not together. Like They didn't hear each other say that. They just kind of said that separately to us. Like The monorail is old and stinky. The Skyliner is new and fancy. But yet the Skyliner is so fast. You don't wait. There's no stand around. They're not. It's, Yeah. Like okay. it, the the expansion is imminent. Let me put it that oh, way. Oh, okay. So you're gonna see some go to Animal Kingdom and all the parks, basically. You think that's gonna happen? Um, the kids all want it to happen. They they were like, "Why can't we take this to Animal Kingdom?" I was uh, like, "Because it doesn't Animal go Kingdom's there yet." Out of nowhere, and west. when when we're at Disney Springs, like Samantha's like, you know, we're walking across that bridge that kind of goes from T Rex over to Rainforest Cafe. You I know, know that, that bridge. bridge. Yes, right? yes, I do. It's an awesome bridge that they built rather than walking around the whole marketplace. Although they probably don't sell as much from the world of Disney because of it. She goes, well, this would be a great spot for a Skyliner station. That's true. I now yep. thinking about it. Yep. It would. So, so there's there an Imagineer listening to this right now. And he just had his bonus idea uh-huh. for the year. So congrats on that. Here. And thank you for listening. Anyway, so I'm glad to hear that about the Skyliner. I know there's been a lot really of our... It. Our listeners been concerned. We actually got a lot of good feedback from the bonus episode. Yeah, it was like three minutes long. We had to do two bonus episodes. If you haven't listened, Together. check them out because the Skyliner was three minutes. You were on and off. And, and even, the lady talked most of it. Too. They do. That was a little annoying for me, like, making sure that it was edited together. But yeah, I, I was like, oh, they're talking again. And like, yeah, no kidding. There's Pop Century. Thanks for the heads up. Like, no. Like, yeah. Yeah, the kids, the kids did not like that. The lady said that the Skyliner station there was floating. They're like, it's not floating. It's on pillars. What is she talking about? So there you go. There's the one thing the kids did. The one thing. All right. So let's get off transportation for a minute. Actually, no, 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 no. We're going to talk transportation real quick. We didn't over over and under last Uh week. I don't remember what it was set at. It was set at two and a half. Two and a half? Okay. Yes, yes, it was. Okay, I and had no so, idea. I couldn't remember. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, not the bonus episode before, um, actually, no, is this a Patreon episode? I don't even know what this was. It was point. a regular episode with okay. Michelle, I believe. So, I think. So we were talking about how much Doug and Michelle and the kids like to take Ubers instead of taking Disney buses and transportation. Especially and we set the line at two and a half times. Doug, before we even... For rope drop. For rope drop, yes. At the morning, Doug, we have to get it out of the way at the beginning of the episode, even though we're like 15 minutes in. How many Ubers did you take during this trip for rope drop? How many buses? It was the over-under was on buses. No, Ubers. It was two and a no, half No, not Ubers. It was on or buses. buses. You're right. Yes, sorry. Yeah, Because we right. could walk from Contemporary. We took... Uh, two buses for every, we were there for seven, eight rope drops as we had this morning. We took two buses to rope drop. Okay. So um, two and a half, you went under, I was we, right. Yep, we went under, we did one Uber and the rest was walking. We just rope dropped the heck out of magic kingdom at 7am. 
And uh, we actually did a bus to Hollywood Studios and a bus to Epcot. As I, we walked out and the bus was there. And we're like, oh, okay. I think a lot of people took the under on that. So yeah, smart, smart, bet. smart choice. Uh, I think money. somehow you owe me a pretzel and all this, a Mickey pretzel. But uh, I don't know. We'll figure I it out. Taking the bus, I would have been like, guys, you go ahead. I'm going to take a bus just to just win a pretzel so from Eric. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into your trip a little bit now that we got the gambling part of the show out of the way. We're, let's uh, we'll kind of we've talked a lot about different attractions and stuff on this trip, so we'll talk a lot more about highlights and things that you did. So uh-huh. let's talk about uh, the beginning of the trip. What are some of the things? Where did you go with the kids? Uh, I do want to dive into Star Wars Land, of course, a little bit more, but. Where did you uh, start out this uh, trip at? First first rope drop was Epcot, and it was unfortunately extra magic hours, but that was still the latest opening park. Park hours right now are bananas. They're they not don't make be sense that at way. all, no. By the time the show comes out, they, they like end yeah. doing the bananas. Uh, however, I think if they hadn't done that for Star Wars, Star Wars would have been swamped. It would have been not as much fun. So I'm really thankful they did the extra three hours of operation every day. So get that out of the way. It was awesome. However, it's burning the candle at both ends. A 6 a.m. rope drop with a family is hard. It is hard to recover from that. Uh, we were not at the front of the rope very often today or on this and trip. You gave me a hard time for not taking the whole family at 6 a.m. I did not. In sarcasm, maybe. Sarcasm. But I wasn't really It is challenging. It. It's so early. But, the, I mean, we didn't. we were not on the rope. For Star Wars, we were maybe, oh, 15, 20 people back in the tap styles. So that translates into like 100 in front of us. I mean, you literally still walk on a smuggler's run. The capacity of that attraction is so high. So you don't have to be on the rope. That's a little known secret. All right. Anyway, Epcot, we rope dropped there. Um, we were doing Soren. So once again, not concerned about being on the rope if you want to do test track you need to be on the rope soren you can be in the mob because most people go to test track and then you're going to be in the first theater of soren so we did that we did a few other things i got my coasters for the food and wine festival the kids all got their magnets um was it the remy magnets yes no? the okay. Rem- so i have a remy and the mini mouse it's exciting um epcot was fairly uneventful i mean it's a lot of walls right now. Yes, it is. It's a lot of walls, but we did we did all of Future World, except Mission Space, because the kids don't like orange, and they say green is lame. So they just denied doing that. We didn't do it. We did the character spot right when it opened at nine. It moved over into Interventions, kind of across from, like between the land and seas. This is kind of the side entrance. And it's really cool backdrop. I like it better than the previous one. But the line is just going to be painful to stand in. Because all you're doing is watching people take pictures the whole time. Yep. Um, so, and then we went back, had a little break. And then we took the, sky, well, we took the Skyliner back. Because Skyliner doesn't open early enough for Rope Drop. Yeah, I've seen that. That kind of blows my mind a little bit. Right. Um, which I, I assume I, that would change yeah, if it's not that busy. I get it because they also don't usually open boats in time for rope drop and monorails in time for rope drop. So, um, we took the Skyliner back. That's when we recorded. Um, we had another person in our cabin with us between Epcot and, uh, 
the hub at Caribbean Beach. So we didn't record during that. And he had to tell us all about how Disney World worked. It was great. Um, did you very get a rope drop radio card? No. Oh. No, I did not. I don't. Okay. Did not. We. I had no. Mm-mm. Nope. Anywho, so then we recorded on the next leg. Super easy. Got back to uh, Pop. Uh, kids did some homework. Took a little nap to recover from the late night flying in, early morning at Epcot. Then we went to Hollywood Studios and we did Minnie's Hollywood or Playing Dine, Hollywood and Vine, yeah, the, whatever. The Halloween party that yeah, Minnie Mouse Halloween does. Costumes. Yeah, Halloween costumes. Yeah, I saw you actually took a normal picture. I did. I got up and I took Donald a picture. With Donald Duck. Yeah, he doesn't have pants on. I figured someday if I'm ever I have a picture without pants, I'm like, look, this guy doesn't wear them either. I like it. No I pants. I don't know. I figured I better at least get one picture. I paid enough for the meal. I better get a picture. What did you um, think of that meal? I was disappointed. I was know, there a few months ago. It's not bad. It's not great. It's just good. It's good food. You you know, there's there's just they add a little something to everything. Um, like the, the grilled chicken had buffalo sauce on it. So if you don't like buffalo sauce, like the chicken thighs aren't for you, but I do. So I had that and there's some pasta I had and, um, the roast, the, the carving station was like perfect, which is unusual. Yeah. So I got a really good cut of meat from that. So that's, that kind of saved the day. Um, did that. Then we went back to Star Wars and did Smuggler's Run the first time. The first time through Alden and Samantha piloted two coaxiums, no asteroid field. So I feel like it was a win. They did awesome. That sounds good. Uh, a lot of yelling at each other, though. Back and forth from the pilot seats, Claire in the gunner seat, just screaming at them the whole time. Every did time you have were... a, a six person on there, like non family member? Nope. We did not. Okay. And this was, you know, evening, and it was like So 20... was there no single rider line going? No, there was, but there was nobody in it. That's crazy. Um, so Bonus time, tip, by the way. Yeah, you take the single rider line if you want to. Um, next time around, Claire and Alden were the pilots. They screamed at each other the whole time. Out of um, love and respect, I'm sure. All, all just giving advice, right? Um, Claire actually did fantastic. Um, flying, she uh, she claims she didn't, but she did two coaxiums, no asteroid field, right? Like, I mean, ten year old Claire, piece of cake, first time at it. Um, and there we had a, a single rider who had never been on it before. Oh, and she didn't want to, like, you know, she she is, you know. She thought it was pretty entertaining. And Michelle and I probably yelled less at the kids because of it. But I still yelled. Um, then that's when we called it a night. And then we went back to the hotel to go to bed early because the next morning was a uh, rope drop at Hollywood Studios, which is stupid early. That is early. Uh, I'm glad you yelled at your kids for uh, navigating piling. That's good parenting Uh-oh. right there. They hit something. They heard about it. I, I'm good. I'm glad. That's. I feel like that needs to be part of every parent's lesson. That's how you teach them to drive the Millennium Falcon. So yeah, uh, that's it, the next morning. Sam and Alden piloted again, and they did even better. Still screaming at each other. Claire likes the gunner seat the best. She says, "Was it automatic?" Mm-mm. She did manual on it. I, she didn't know what she's picking. Oh, okay. 
smashing buttons. Um, they like the engineer seat because you like. Were you and Michelle engineers like the whole time? I was Gunner the whole time, and then um, towards the end of the trip, I went the other night with uh, Sam and Claire. Alden wasn't feeling the best, so he went back to the room with Michelle and Sam and Claire, and I went and we did it two different times. One time we did it with this couple that was waiting, like they were demanding to be pilots. So they're held in that one spot. They got pilots. I'm like, and Claire goes, I got a bad feeling about this, like in her best Han solo ever. And Oh, it was so true. They didn't speak English. They're horrible pilots. After my kids did it, I started thinking maybe you can't not get to coaxiums anymore. Right? Nope. You, I was, I was doubting my children, like, maybe they made the gaming system easier. Like, you can't screw it up anymore, right? And then I was like, maybe they got rid of the asteroid field at the end that you have to navigate through. No, no. Like, there was one time we're hitting, like, the wall of a I told you I had a four-year-old pilot. And I was like, what the hell are you people doing? Like, what? And they're like... They're trying to steer it. Is and then one time the left right the girl was just going like we're on a stinking swallow course. The second train that you're trying to get behind, I'm not sure they knew what you're get behind the train meant nothing to them. And the train's up over here. We're down over here running into the ground. Whether you speak English or not, flying something does not mean running into the ground usually, but. I used other words during that, that. they may maybe understood maybe they depends. probably understood those but oh Claire was just Claire was screaming too that is the most interesting thing about this attraction and, they and something it. that I, I I like and I dislike about it it's fun if you know everyone in it and you can mm-hmm. be cooperative I think that's I can't wait till I can take all three of my kids on it like yeah. I look forward to that day I don't care how well they do or not I think it's gonna be so much fun so I I, I envy you of that one but you're that right was great as a family if best if thing you, that happened to the family is six since test track if you don't know people and they do a bad job, it's like, Sucks. oh, I waited in line for an hour for this to get this kind of experience. Fortunately, so. we waited 20 minutes. Um, the standby lines were great in the evening, like 7 to 8 to 9 o'clock. Fantastic time to go. And then we had a single rider that got put in with us, and I was talking to him like, He's like, yeah, I've done this a ton of times. He's doing engineering. And we got out. The four, the four of us got out and kind of ran out of there. And he turned to me and goes, that was a disaster. And then he just kept walking. But the best was Claire. When we sit down and we realize they don't speak any English, she goes, I got a bad feeling about this. Like just totally Han Solo style. Um, and then one time when Alden was flying – and they're like, I don't. Where do I go? Where do I go? I was like, just fly casually. I like it. Yeah. So you got if you're gonna yell Star at each Wars other, references. Right. You get, yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't quite get the uh, odds line out like C3PO, and then you know, one of my kids could yell back, "Never tell me the odds." So we'll work on that for the next time we have a single rider. Um, it'll be fun. It'll, it'll be, be my good. my thing. Yeah. So and we you're... we love the attraction. The kids loved it. That's good to hear because I know a lot of adults have mixed yeah. reviews, was, but that's awesome to hear like, the kids eh. like it. Yeah, and then Sam and I piloted together, and we got the like they give you a rank now. They weren't doing that earlier. Now you get a rank, and uh, I was master pirate. Oh, like 
Sam and I, we barely ran into anything when we were piloting. It was the the other three people with us. They had done it a bunch. They're like, it was almost kind of boring being an engineer. Okay. We're like, sorry. One day, you and I will have to do this together. So if they're the mythical three coaxiums, like... I don't know where it'd show up because we were instantly behind the train, shot the train, had it, and just I've done. I've been on Reddit. I've looked. I haven't seen anyone. Seen some Dr. Dario. So, all right. They liked it, and we did a bonus episode earlier in the week. Uh, they talked about droid building, yes, that, which I really like fun. to hear that. So that was really cool. So if you want to hear more about what your kids can experience with droids, mm-hmm. And some of the other three theming. minutes of three minutes of Alden telling you what colors he picked. Too. That's true. Uh, my favorite part is no, actually uh, Claire wanting to redo the droid in the process. Yes, that's that a valuable that tip. Um, know what you're doing before you go in there, droid wise, because it's a pain in the butt to switch types so after out, you like check out. Ugh. Yeah, check out the episode because I think that's really valuable information. Anyway, mm-hmm. Doug, enough about Star Wars for a minute. Yeah. Let's get to the rest of the trip. What did you uh, guys do? Where'd you eat? What are, what are some of the things? Um, well, then we moved over to the Contemporary, and then uh, we surprised the kids with an Ohana dinner. That's all of their favorites, and I'm not going to lie. It's up there. Yeah. and thanks for texting me while you were there. Uh-huh. So we had Ohana. It was fantastic. Oh, I'm sure it was. Uh, thanks for the pictures. And as usual, we were in Husker gear because it was a game day that I'll long forget Oh, yeah. What happened in that game? I don't know. Okay, I, didn't want, we I watched, already. but I forgot about it. Um, yeah, so Ohana was good as usual. You know, one thing that Ohana, like everybody thinks you go there for the meat. I'm there for the pot stickers, the noodles, the wings. And the bread the pudding. The meat is just kind of like, oh, yeah. And then we have skewers of meat. And chicken's my favorite. The shrimp is too much work. And the steak is... No, the steak's always, my favorite. I always think the steak's too much chewing. Maybe I just want you a like blender. You like to inhale food. I do. The chicken was fantastic on this trip. and um, I was really excited about on this time that the kids, we got no chicken nuggets. We got no mac and cheese. None Ooh, of that came to our table. Win. Yeah, everybody ate like a grown-up. Claire devoured oh, a whole bunch of noodles. Up. Mm-hmm. So... Which is weird because, like, the rest of the trip at encounter service, Alden's like, are there chicken nuggets? Like, dude, you've eaten escargot. Live a little. <laughs> um, but, you know, he's, he was, like, looking for chicken nuggets like it's, like, what he needs to survive. Um, but, yeah, that was really exciting because they do. If you have kids that are picky or younger, um, you can get mac and cheese. You can get chicken nuggets at Ohana. They don't have to eat. Like, if you read the menu, like, the meat scout sounds frightening. We've had adults, like Michelle's clients, like, no, I don't want to eat there. That's way too uh, authentic. Like, it, it's not. It's it's good. The, you can put the peanut sauce on and the sweet and sour sauce. That's where you're getting more authentic. I love the sauces. So we had a great time. And then after that, I don't even remember what we did. I was so full. Um, we well, did something. I do want so. to talk about, I know, I want to hit up on some of the highlights. I do want to know mm-hmm. about Epcot Forever. You guys did yes. that as a family. So let's talk about that evening. That evening we met up with Mr. Kent. Kent Mullins! Yeah, so that was fun. Um, the kids talked his ear off, and we went to Garden Grill. I, I like Kent, Kent because he babysits kids now. He's Dude, worked with your kids, my kids. He's 
and the kids love him. Yeah, right? they do. Like, like there's my so boy ex- Declan still talks about him. For the weeks leading up to the trip, they're like, "Are we going to get to see Kent? What about the raises? Are we going to see the raises? The raises were camping over the weekend, so my kids were grumpy about that. But then they're like, "Are we Kent? We'll see Kent." I'm like, "Okay, here's Kent's coming tonight." Because like I don't want to tell him when Kent's coming until I'm like, "Kent says he's on his way." And so we went to Garden Grill. Uh, they let us add a sixth. Um, he'd never been to Garden Grill, so we got his take on it because he's like, "I'm not going to do many character meals," which I makes understand. Sense. But that yeah. food so is he—he he was pleasantly surprised by the food because he, you know, used to hearing about how character meals food stinks. So in this Not one, it's gar- and like Michelle's like, yeah, Garden Grill is kind of the exception to the food thing because character dining, absolutely. Yeah, compared to the meal we had earlier on the trip, the food at Garden Grill is so much better, and like. They set down the skillet, and I looked at it, and I looked at the waiter. I'm like, we're going to need two of those. And it came came out a couple minutes later. We had a whole other skillet uh, that we devoured. Um, because Alden, like, stole half of the meat instantly. I'm like... That steak that they do now instead of the uh, pot roast is really good. It is, and the... And there's turkey on there. There's only the two meats now. We used to have salmon um, back in the day or fish of the day. You also had a sausage there. That replaced the fish. Um, Yeah, so now they're just down to two meats. So going the wrong direction on the meat volume. But But it's better quality quality meats. I will take quality over quantity any day. So it was good. And then we – Did any of you guys get my drink? No. Oh, I, you guys suck. No. Um, I got a Diet Coke. Oh, wow. I don't remember what Kent got, but it was not your drink that you like and love. Uh, sorry. Um, then we went on living with the land because it's what you do after you eat at Garden Grill. It's a requirement. And uh, then it was raining, so we went and uh, I don't know. We did other things. I don't even remember. Oh, we went to the Epcot Experience thing. That they have set up to show what's coming. The stuff they do with the projecting projection mapping in there is phenomenal. It seems like something you shouldn't waste your time on to go to, but do go to it. The Epcot Center experience thing that's in the Odyssey building. It's fantastic. Went to Mexico, um, did the boat ride there, and I wish I had some chips and salsa, but I did not. I just I feel like I need chips and salsa on that attraction. And then we stood and waited for Epcot forever for an hour. We didn't really need to. But we're like, there is a rail. Let's grab it because we weren't sure what else to do. Because by the time we got done with something, and you want to get decent seats, yeah. I guess, for your first time. So, you know, not being real sure. I will say this: if you are two or three people back, not going to matter. Everything's up in the air. There's a few surface fireworks. Woohoo! You miss the fountains of you know. Nobody cares about the fountain fireworks of the Fourth of July. It's all about the big ones in the sky. So if you're not on the rail, not gonna matter at all. Do you really want my opinion on Epcot Forever now, Derek? I do. I don't need a super in-depth one overview and what your kids thought because okay. I'm going to be seeing it very soon, and I want to kind of be surprised. All right. So it's probably going to be around about a year. So that means I have about Our over like, under is a year, by the way. Yeah, took the I over, think I took the under a year. I think this is going to be around for a year. Um, I think I probably have a year free of having to watch nighttime spectaculars at Epcot. Oh, wow. There you go. That's it. That's you went that that's, direction. 
that is a review. I'm good. I don't. I. But what about your kids? Did they love it? Um, Michelle, I trust no. her more than you. She's not a nighttime show person. First nighttime show she's ever really liked is Happily Ever After. I mean, she didn't even like Wishes. So it takes a lot to impress her. So um, some fireworks, some really good music sung by a children. I've heard that, yes. Oh, if I want to hear kids sing, I go to church and listen to my kids sing. I don't need to hear kids sing like kids. Now, there are kids that can sing. Let me clarify that. There are some greats. The kids that sing, but they have kids that sound like kids singing these songs. Not cool. Okay. Um, there's there's a lot of great. The best part was the music, hands down, because I love Epcot. It was my favorite part growing up, absolutely. But it just there's a lot of one little spark. It's the best. But then you have kids singing, and then random fireworks. And then quotes by Walt Disney and then like kites driving around and annoying people behind me telling their two year old, look, look, look the whole time. I couldn't video anything because all you would have heard is look, look, look like your kid doesn't care. You should have taken them and went to bed. It's it's nine o'clock at night and you have your two year old this tired and crabby. Now I'm listening to him cry while you're trying to force him to watch a really boring fireworks show. Oh. <sighs> So not as good as it was. I mean, with illuminations, where were we I at? Didn't really, Over yeah. under, better or worse than illuminations? Yes. Oh, it's definitely not as good as illuminations. Wow. It's, it's temporary, Derek, and okay. it feels temporary. But it's um, forever. Yeah, that Samantha can't handle that name. She's like the temporarily forever. You know, she kept working in different words with temporary. Um, it's entertaining. It is better than not having a nighttime show. And I would not always say that. You know, I wouldn't um, if it was really bad. I would definitely recommend seeing it. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it, oh, well, especially yeah, if you like Epcot. I'm not saying don't see it. I'm just saying for me, uh, fireworks aren't enough for me. I need – it just is a jumbled mess. The kites – Okay, I've seen them. Good. The lady behind me was super concerned that the jet skis were going to run into each other over and over. And her husband's like, I'm pretty sure they have a pattern they're trained to do. Well, what if they don't? Like, you really, I wanted to turn around and say, You really think Disney just has people driving jet skis in the dark without a plan? Like, I mean, that's like putting you and I on a jet ski together. Right? Do you know how hard it was for me not to turn and comment? I'm glad you're back here with us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so there's Epcot. There's Epcot. So also, I want to jump into Animal Kingdom. We did talk about nighttime Uh shows. Did you guys see the new Rivers of Light? No. Oh, we had. um, You're there for seven nights, and you didn't choose to do that. No, we took a family vote, and it was four to one. Um, no. Now I gotta know who the one is. I was the last to vote, so I voted one just to be a turd. Okay. I didn't want to stay at sea either. Um, yeah, so. It's we didn't. new, it's better. Good thing I did it. And yeah, you did it so we could Thank you, Derek. the show. Yeah. How was Animal Kingdom for you? Um, it was good. It was good. We, uh, got a lot accomplished a lot of different times at Animal Kingdom. We had two awesome safaris. Um, really good safaris. Lots of animals, good uh, drivers. Um, After being on my worst safari ever, the previous trip with Michelle and Alex, these were the best two 
So that was awesome to see. Um, we went on one about an hour before the safari ended, and I told Michelle before we go, I'm like, I bet all the giraffes are standing in front of their pen. She's like, it's a whole hour before. I'm like, giraffes are weird. They're all just going to be standing there, all of them, driving around the savanna. No giraffes, no giraffes, no giraffes. I'm like, so the pin's up around this corner. Look look back to the left. Sure enough, 15 giraffes standing in one spot. They know. They've been doing it for how many years? Like, they're they're true rope droppers. Yep. They're there an hour before the pin opens. you got to be the first one in it. They want to eat. Yeah, they they're like, the real, food, the real food's in here. They're not going to sleep. They only sleep for like 10 minutes or some nonsense like that. So... I don't know what they're so excited about, but giraffes are weird. That's another thing we discussed. So, uh, yeah. And the ostriches have not. Still uh, there. Haven't hatched. I took a picture. I don't. Yeah. Michelle's taking good pictures of animals. I'm taking pictures of ostrich eggs that have been there since 1999 or 98. I don't know. I like that post, by the way. What's Michelle's pictures? What's yours? Uh, Some people, I think, had trouble, Derek. For maybe one picture, but they, maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. No, it was pretty obvious. Yeah, she's a lot better photographer than me. Um, yeah, we had a, two really good safaris, so that was awesome. Um, and the first safari was kind of like, guys, we're going to do standby because what else are we going to do until that fast pass opens? And we had to talk the kids into it, and they about died standing in a standby line, but it was worth it. We had a good time. Um, so there's Animal Kingdom. Um, we ate it. Restaurant source just... there, just oh, shoot me. Yeah, you got a green bucket again. Just, just like if I ever text you, like, oh, we're headed to Restaurantosaurus, just tell me to stop and leave and go. I like that over. restaurant a little bit for Dude, kids they, like, for my age of kids. Yeah, they once they get past Claire's, I don't know. Like everything they tried to give Did us you get was wrong. More buckets? No, all of them got an adult meal there because it was like a dollar difference. Yeah. We're like, you get twice as many nuggets, and he'll eat them. Um, but, like, they screwed up everything with order because there was evidently two Michelles. So they, they said Michelle, and Michelle's like, here? And they and they set it down. We're like, that's not our – it's definitely not our food. Is that – what is that? And we, like, couldn't tell. And then, like, one lady got mad at us for taking the food. We're like, we didn't – take it you said it oh my gosh they're grumpy it was yeah it is what it is but it they have drives me nuts bar. how long it takes to get your food at that one the worst part is when you can see it like come out of the kitchen yes exactly like for love of god hand me i my will f- go back there and grab my food that's the way i was at the electric umbrella too i was like i want to go get that food and bring it to myself please but yeah, so restaurant source was a, a miss for us because they just screwed up our order terribly and it took forever. And then we also ate at Soli's Canteen. That was fantastic. Always. Absolutely. But they didn't open on time. They opened seven minutes late. And then we get in there and we have to stand there for a while. Which was really weird and annoying. So Okay, I got it. You texted me a picture and it said, oh. it says, worst sandwich in Disney history. You've been to the parks a hundred times what sandwich was this so, and where? My previous bad one was the Incrediburger at Cosmic Ray. I remember Ray's that. I do. During the summer. I got it just to try it. It was the grossest thing I've ever eaten. And I was so hungry, I almost ate half of it. And this one was at the Electric Umbrella. I had it yesterday on oh, our four-part okay. one day. 
Yeah, four parks, one day. I got the dinner. picture looking at it right now. Yes. Yeah. We'll so it's a, a brisket sandwich on like a hoagie bun with a beer butter cheese on top. That cheese looks like something that... It looks uh, plastic, right? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. The, 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 putting the fancy words into the cheese does not make it better. And you could taste that they tried to make it fancy. Also didn't make it better. I think just the normal like Cisco nacho cheese would have been perfect considering what it was going on. But the cheese just was so gross compared to, I'm like, well, this was not good. I did not finish it, even though I was really hungry. And the saddest part is the food and wine festival is going on. And here I am getting this at the electric yeah, umbrella. Yeah, you failed completely. But you can't feed kids at the food and wine festival. No, I'm sorry. People you're that right. say that you can, you're full of it. Um, Their kids uh, are more experienced. Maybe, they have better palates. And they probably have one, and they've been raised like a miniature adult their whole life, right? I'm going to go with that. Okay. I know those kids. Um, no, but they do have mac and cheese for the girls. That's why we're there. They When you can get mac and cheese, it's a nice change of pace. Um, yeah, I should have just stuck with the plain burger instead of trying. Oh, I'm going to try something different. you got to try something different. That's part of the show, <laughs> Doug. Did it for the listeners so that they don't ever eat this sandwich. It looked gross on the picture. We're going to post a picture the, on all the social medias just so you understand how bad it the is. The picture on the menu looked fantastic. Well, like, I oh. do food photography, Doug. I get it. You know, yes. there are times Disney does not do well with that even though. I mean, we've all seen that. But, yeah, so that was, that was the worst thing. Otherwise, we didn't really eat. We ate Columbia Harbor House. We ate... Um, oh, which uh, a lot of people did comment and got that right. So, put yeah, a little, hey, where are we at? So, yeah. Yeah, with the upstairs looking out over it. And we did eat at Pinocchio's, and I got the chicken parmesan there, and it was good. It was, it was ju- The meat was juicy. Um, Should I put cheap, that back? It was I, good. Haven't got, got, I have not gone back to Pinocchio's the, in a the long The worst thing time. about Pinocchio's is there's a billion screaming children, but you know, it's Disney World, so you know, yeah. pack your patience in your headphones or earplugs. Um, so that kind of summarizes the food of the whole trip. Um, other than that, I ordered Amazon now for breakfast and snacks. When we were going back to the room for naps, we also had like yellow fudges and Oreos and stuff in the room. And uh, like a, I got a big bag of little bags of chips. So we had those in the room because like I could buy that whole thing for the size uh, price of one. And I bought pop for Michelle, all to me. Yeah. A lot of Amazon now orders for our snacking, but we did have regular Disney snacks in there too. One topic, Derek, I need to make sure we get to is how party crowds affect the magic kingdom. Ooh, let's talk okay, about it. Let's talk about it. So we rope dropped three days in a row at magic kingdom just because we could walk there basically. And we weren't getting up early to do Hollywood studios again. Makes sense. Um, so the day of no party within an hour, hour and a half, the park was bananas I'm sure. and they're, they're running everything at full capacity that day. The days of parties, the was nobody. It was Which, a ghost town. So about four or five o'clock people can start getting in. Yeah. But so like, Everyone People, just kind of avoids the party. They avoid day. the party day. So because you can't stay and watch happily ever after. Right. So they go to the Magic Kingdom on the day that you can see the fireworks, yep. even though most people don't make it to the fireworks. Right. So you could definitely see impact. So if you are thinking about going during party season, which is now August through December, a hopper is worth its weight in gold because you can go to Magic Kingdom in the morning, have lunch, a little bit after lunch. 
hop away, take your little break, then go somewhere else in the evening while that party is going on. Um, or like we did, we hopped into the Magic Kingdom just for Happily Ever After. We did absolutely nothing else in the Magic Kingdom that night other than get in there and go, holy cow, Batman, there's a lot of people here. We were an hour and a half before, and we were not on a rail like we are like used to. So we sat behind this uh, one family where they had a guy in a wheelchair and a scooter. So we knew they weren't going to stand up. We asked if they were having anybody else come behind them. So we made a little line behind them, um, chatted with them for quite a bit. Super nice guy, um, family from Colorado, if you're listening. Thanks for making the time go faster. Uh, they also had a little kid squirm their way in front of their one-year-old. So that was fantastic. Yeah, when I mean, I don't even know how that kid got there. He eventually removed the child from his family. But uh, yeah, Happily Ever After was phenomenal as always. And like the great thing was my kids were behind. Uh, so this guy that I talked to, it was his in-laws were sitting. So my kids had an awesome view. So we were right on the hub, you know, had the Walt to our left type of thing on that spoke. Fantastic spot to watch from. Um, that's but, one of my yeah. favorite areas. Because uh, when yeah. you have Walt on your left, you have Tinkerbell above you. Well, I mean, ahead of you, but above. Yeah, yes. you're not looking. At, yes. Um, she doesn't go over you, just to clarify. But we're inside the hub, Walt to the left. Um, but yeah, it was a great spot. We got it at a hour and a half i don't know how early they got there to get the rail but it's definitely earlier than us because all it was it was filling in quickly when we got there awesome did you notice uh, a lot of the halloween theming and even though it's a non-party night still able to partake in some of that stuff maybe some of the food some of the things no i mean other than the pumpkin decorations and all the jack-o'-lanterns on main street there's there's nothing um None of the special lighting that you get during the party, none of that happens on a regular night. So it's it's very not Halloween-ish at all, other than at the parties. You get the you get the fall decor on Main Street, but that's it. Um, we did see some Christmas decorations there. What? It's not Halloween. Actually, this episode comes out on Halloween. Yeah. So really? Come on, Disney. On the... I went to Target yesterday and I saw Christmas stuff yeah. galore. The... I don't know. 29th, the contemporary was putting up their gingerbread. No, I don't know. The 29th of October. And it might have started on the 28th. I don't know. Michelle might know if it was the 28th or 29th, but Christmas is coming. Uh, I don't like that, Disney. That's frustrating so much. So uh, I do have one final question. Uh Contemporary, uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know how often your kids have stayed there. We talked about Pop Century a little bit. What do you, well, going from kind of the value to, the deluxe how is that well i definitely say don't do it in the opposite order well that makes you always sense. go up from value moderate deluxe on a split stay that's a key because of things like linens mattresses and towels and toilet paper and toilet paper there you go okay yeah go. i mean they all improve as you go the room size is also so in the pop rooms the way they've been remodeled with the way if the table folds down it eats up a bigger footprint of the room so you have less room to get around and this was one thing i was talking to that family from colorado about was they always stay at the all-stars so i asked them they're all-stars movies so they had a refurbished room this time how they liked it compared to the room before and they loved it but he was like you know though 
there is less space because of the way that bed falls out. I'm like, you know, you're right. I've never had a stroller. I've never had to get a stroller in there. I, you know, I, my kids are old enough. I don't have that problem now. So I was like, that's a really good point. So I said, I'd make sure I'd set it on the show. Um, so thank you for that tip, sir. Um, but the contemporary, we love it. This was the first time we've ever done theme park view. So uh, there were some times I was sitting on the bed watching fireworks, which is pretty fantastic. Yeah, great would, picture you posted on all the things that looked yeah. really cool. Yeah, I would say um, the theme park view is best during a non-party season, though, because the party fireworks just aren't as much fun to watch as Happily Ever After from a distance. Um, and it was 93 degrees, so, like, Michelle thought, oh, I'll sit on the balcony and, you know, while you guys nap, I'll work. She's like, um, yeah, no. It's 93 degrees in the blazing sun. So she was not sitting on the balcony. Florida 93 is a little bit different than the Midwest <sighs> 93. And, you know, usually the average temperature would be like 82, 83 this time of year. She thought, oh, that will feel good. But no. It's nope. okay. I texted you a picture of the snow that was coming. Down. I know that. So I'm not sure what I'm more frightened of the snow or the 93 degrees, but it was, it was cool. And we love the contemporary. Um, and we were on the chef Mickey side. She so could hear some noise like from that. And, uh, they cranked the music up in there. I'm not going to lie, but it's not real loud. Like you have to be perfectly quiet um, and it's almost frightening how late people eat and how early people eat at Chef Mickey's when you see it from above. Um, we did have a couple rope drop incidents that we need to cover real okay, quick. Okay, yeah, let's talk about those. Um, Samantha, uh, she has asthma, really bad asthma. The humidity was not fr- nice to her. She developed a cough more than normal so we decided my wife decided we needed to take her to urgent care so i had the pleasure of going to urgent care uh, we got an uber over there we we're there right at rope drop for urgent care and there was seven people in front of us all with disney name tags on and so it was about an hour and a half of urgent caring basically to be told what i thought i'd be told so that was good but it was good. We checked her out, made sure nothing was progressing in pneumonia. There wasn't the wheezing. Things were things were what we thought they were. We were just worried she can get pneumonia very easily. So Michelle wanted to be ahead of it. So we went. We were we didn't get to the Magic Kingdom that day until eleven. Um, we got there in time to eat at Columbia Harbor House. For the record, it's okay to miss a rope drop. Being a listener of this show, yeah. If it's a medical emergency, yeah, yeah. And so I took her. Um, and Michelle took the kids into the Magic uh, Claire and Alden into Magic Kingdom. They did all the things, except Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain was down every morning at Rope Drop. Oh, it's weird. So annoying. Like, you know what time it's gonna open? Let's be ready at least once in a week. Um, and then Alden, the other night wasn't feeling real good. He didn't eat anything at dinner. We went to Blaze Pizza and he ate one piece of pizza. And we're like something's not right are you not feeling good so he was a little off so michelle took him back to the room i took the girls to hollywood studios that's why i had them by themselves and then the next morning like he just was not right so we went about an hour late to rope drop michelle took the girls i stayed with alden and uh so yeah let him sleep a little bit longer sleep off whatever was ailing him we're not sure he was it's a week-long trip 
it was hot. Who knows? Um, you also like to go uh, pretty hard at Disney. But we take solid naps. But oh, wait, that's what I he, don't do. I don't do that. Yeah, we don't drive them into the ground. They have their opportunity to rest. He just was busy watching YouTube instead of napping. Like he should have been. We're pretty sure that was a problem. Um, and then today, the biggest incident of the trip, I don't not bigger than urgent care, was waiting for the Magical Express. I'm sitting outside waiting for it, and I go to text Michelle, the bus is pulling up. Right as Michelle looks out the window and sees the buses there, she's like, I didn't get a text from Doug. <sighs> kind of like, why isn't he texting me? Then she realizes she doesn't have her phone. What? Where yep. is Michelle's phone? Yeah. So also, she, she has a phone glued to her. It's Right? It's frightening. We all do. I, I, we're I nomophobic. That's a fear without a cell phone. Uh-huh. So she tries to ping it from her watch. It's not doing anything. We're tearing through all the bags. She runs back up to the room, tear through that. And I'm like, do you remember having it at this point? No. And so she went back to the Magic Kingdom, took Claire, and uh, they checked at the confectionery. And I don't remember seeing anything there because that was our last stop in the Magic Kingdom, just getting snacks from the confectionery. And then they went to back to where they bought some sweatshirts because we're going to need some sweatshirts when we got off the airplane. Plus I think Michelle is just planning on an excuse to buy some sweatshirts for her and the girls. Well, as Samantha and Alden are sitting there, like she likes to set her phone down when she pays. She's done this at target. She's done this at Jimmy John's. She's done it in a couple other places. Sure enough. They're like, Oh, we did turn a phone into city hall just a little bit ago. So she goes to city hall and there it is her phone well thank goodness she got it back my wife did that same thing and we were able to get the phone back as well disney is really great to work with on that but talk about a stressor when you're trying oh to my leave. gosh so we missed our magical express you gotta take a lift or an uber back to get to the airport yeah so we took uber i believe instead and it was i mean it was stressful unnecessary stress and uh the other crazy thing so when they find a lost phone they turn it off. Yep. Which I don't get because we're trying to find my phone. I'm like, it's not responding. I can't, I can't find it. So I assume somebody has picked it up, stolen it, turned it off. So I couldn't find it. Right. So they can get somewhere and then erase it. So I, that heads up Disney turns them off and they say, so that when they do come to claim the phone, they can turn it on. And they can enter their passcode. And Michelle's like, well, I don't have a passcode because she doesn't. And, uh, yeah, and she's like, well, you'll see a picture of me and my daughter who's standing right here. Fortunately, she took Claire back because that was kind of her passcode. It was Claire's face. So that's how we ended the trip. I bet that. she was freaking out. Oh, there was tears. There was tears. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was. Mm -hmm. She gave me permission to tell this story, by the way. Because I wanted of without permission. I would not have. What's crazy is how many people, even listening to this show, that have commented that they've lost their phone at Disney. It happens. It, it happens. happens a lot. So the retrace your steps. Go to City Hall. If you don't figure it out fast enough, they send it on to the lost and found. And Which then is, it's a process. Oh, yep. We've been there before. So a phone, you'll usually realize fairly quick. Derek has some good stories about when he lost his camera from a couple years ago. So tri old trip reports, listen to that for Derek's. 
Um, but yeah, I was just, if they would have left it on, it would have been so much faster. I'm like, Oh, it's here. Go. The reason why I have an iWatch is because I need to be able to ping my phone. That's the best feature. It. it is. It really is. I do it almost on a daily basis and sometimes it's in my pocket, but yeah, I, I couldn't imagine being at Disney and oh, losing that. That would, that would be, that would suck. So I'm glad Michelle got it back. I'm glad for you and for her. But what a way to end a trip. Yeah. And fortunately, we're staying in the contemporary. Like, imagine had we gotten on a bus to Pop Century, gotten back to Pop Century, packed up, changed clothes, packed up stuff, got out to get our magical express, and then been like, where's our phone? We wouldn't have, like, had time to run to the Magic Kingdom like that. That phone's gone. We would just be like, I guess we go to the airport. And like I and here's the thing, I keep my ID with my phone. I've done that yeah, for so you're like many of years. Really in trouble. And so I gotta have my phone. Yeah, it, uh, I flew this last weekend too, and I kind of had a panic attack. Uh, my ID was uh, pinched between two of my cards, and so yeah. Yeah. So, so I I'm glad Michelle found it for all of our sakes. So. What a way to end the trip. And now you're back, and you had about an hour delay getting back. We're a little bit Yeah, later. then our flight was late after all that. Of we're course. Like, and now we have extra time. If it Okay, if you guys haven't listened long, when you travel with the McKnights, there is a delay, or they have a weird room assignment or something. I love hearing your travel hiccups. Yeah, Not going to lie. To. It, it should make everybody else have a little more peace of mind knowing that, like, Michelle's a travel professional, and we have travel hiccups. So, like, don't don't freak out when it happens. Yep. Just kind of roll with it. That's all you can do. It just happens. So that's a good tip. And we're at the one-hour mark, so I think that is about it, it, Doug, for uh, your trip report. I'm glad you're back safe. Uh, I hope all your kids are asleep. Yep, and I have a uh, monorail story for the Patreon. Ooh, so if you want to hear that special story, you're going to have to go into our show notes and become one of our Patreons and get all the bonus content. We have a lot of great episodes and great uh, stuff for that. So awesome, Doug. But yeah, I think that's all the time that we have. If you want to book a magical Disney vacation, be sure to uh, talk to Michelle. She has her phone. She does. She will get back to you if you email her right now. Yeah. Well, maybe not right now. It's Halloween if you're listening to this right away. That's true. It is. But, uh, yeah, happy Halloween to everyone who is Mm -hmm. downloading this and listening to it uh, as as it comes out. I I doubt anyone is. Everyone's like, yeah, that's yesterday. The numbers should be low. We'll see. It'll be interesting, actually. Um, But, yeah, Michelle, her email's in the show notes. Hit her up for a quote. A lot of great times to book right now. And, I mean, with Doug, I mean, you guys were able to get on Millennium Falcon how many times? Oh, uh, seven, which is seven times, which is crazy. If we would have talked about this show about a year ago, I, I hope they never add fast pass. That's all I'm going to say. I just, let's just get rid of fast pass all across the board and it'd be even better. You and I can disagree on that, but I do agree a little bit with that attraction. Anyway, Michelle hit her up for a quote. Be sure to go onto our social medias uh, at Rope Drop Radio, all the things, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and give us a like or follow. But yeah, Doug and I, we're going to record the Patreon. You can uh, check that out with our website, www.ropedroppers.com. But that is it. That is all the time that we have. Doug's got to go to bed sometime, yes. get on off the airplane, and maybe unpack and do laundry. No, no, 
nope, no, not going to do that. Oh, do. well, there you go. And she's got her phone to do it with. Anyway, for Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.